From the Gonzaga University Podcast Network, I'm Jack Talbot, and you're listening to Zag to Zag. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Zag to Zag Season 2. I'm your new host. I'm Jack. I'll be with you for the year. And I'm so excited to show off what we've got cooking this year. So without further ado, let's just jump into it. Episode 1 we're diving into campus culture. We're talking to Justin, he's a sophomore criminology and psychology major. We hit a bunch of topics. We're talking events, we're talking post-COVID, how culture's changed on campus. We talked about Justin's love for Saturdays. I hope you enjoy. Let's kick off season two of Zag to Zag. Let's go. Just right off the bat, what does that kind of mean to you to be a part of that Gonzaga community? What do you what do you think of when you hear that? I think it's it's very complex in a good way. It's not like a Rubik's Cube where it's like it takes forever to figure out your place, whatever. I think it's really easy to find a place. I just think it's kind of like, best, the best way I can describe it is like, you know, you have a key and there's a bunch of locks. And your key works here, you have a master key. So you can put your lock, you can put your key into any lock, mm-hmm. you turn it and you could find a new, new group to be a part of, new community part of. So that's something that I feel like Gonzaga has that... Um, like back in high school, that I didn't really have. Because, um, you know, you can join clubs, you can join intramural teams, you can meet friends in your classes, you can, you know, like, for example, like, as an RA, like, I've met probably in the last, geez, about a month and a half now, I've met probably over 200, 300 people. 200, wow. It's just crazy. And, like, you know, I'm pretty good with names, so I remember their names. They that's don't impressive. Often, they don't often remember mine, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> usually the third time, they're like, that guy. And I'm like, Ooh. I'm like Jackson, you know. So it's like, see, you're that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm <laughs> that there, guy. But, there you go. But oh uh, yeah. But to answer your question, I think it's just it's a little it's a little scary at first. To be honest, I mean that's part of what college is. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just to to simple it down, I think it's just like it's very easy to get involved. I think the only hard part is like making yourself like open. Like opening yourself up is the hardest mm-hmm. part. I think. But there's a lot of opportunities to like. Um, meet people and you know like you said start join the community I guess um, but yeah yeah it's it's definitely it's a special piece yeah to, to be a part of it plus since the campus is like 120 something square acres maybe a little more you that. had that off the top of your head yeah that's impressive well every time I go to the RFC you know the Rudolph Fitness Center which is our Ooh, gym there you go um, on the left side of the building it's that or once you walk in on the left side of the wall it says how many acres we are and a bunch of cool stats wow and I go to the gym pretty much every day and well, I've seen go. that every day I think I got the number you're exposing wrong. me that I don't go to the gym every day <laughs> okay. and I'm not attentive for when I do that's I'm, terrible I'm decently observant I that's good say. that's good I would say so one of the things I think that people think about often is the togetherness, but you mentioned how you can be, it's tough to get involved. It's, it's tough to make that leap, kind mm-hmm. of. I think a lot of people find that they're, they're solo at the very beginning, or they maybe yeah. don't have that, those instantaneous connections. And I think one of the, the biggest recommendations I can have for those people is, is you just kind of got to wing it. You kind of got to try something. <laughs> That's true. You just kind of got to jump off of the blocks and get in the pool yeah. and just see where you're going to go. Because you really don't know. But everybody else at campus or in the Gonzaga community is willing to help you. I think that's what's most important because we're all Zags. We're all trying to look out for each other. It's, it's fascinating to kind of witness. Have you, have you seen that at all? Have I, you, have you, I mean, of course, as, the RA and as an RA myself, you've got to kind of take those people under your wing when you, when, you, yeah. when you don't see them in that you know maybe thriving atmosphere. But It's funny that you mentioned that because I have a resident of mine, uh, you know, 
he's a really nice guy, but he's really quiet. Mm-hmm. And he's from, he's just coincidentally, he went to a rival high school of my high school. Ooh. So it's like, we kind of have that like beginning beef, but you know, we, we put that aside. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, he's a really, he's a really nice guy, but he's very quiet. Mm-hmm. He's very shy. And you know, there's, of course, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm pretty introverted myself. Um, but recently, like my, my residence started a softball team. Yeah. <laughs> it is an interesting name. It's called the Ron Collie Rats, you know? It's a very the interesting Rats name. or Rots? Rats. Rats. Uh, Ron okay. Collie I rats. heard Rots, and I was yeah. like, what's a, a Rot? Ron Collie Rats. Um, they didn't name it. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, I didn't name it. They did. I okay. Would, I would, you know, I would. I Way favorite. to delegate. Way to delegate. I would rather do Ron Collie Rockstars. I think it's a little bit. That's like, a little bit cool. A little bit less, you know, like self-deprecating. The wrong Collie Rockets. Or yeah, exactly. Or, I like the RR, like uh, yeah. J.R.R. Tolkien kind of. Oh, there you go. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, so yeah, so back to that. Um, so he's, you know, he's a quiet kid, and I told him, you know, like we should join the softball team with, mm-hmm. the, with the guys. Like yeah. you, you can be there with me and everything, and you know, if it's not your thing, you don't. You can just go to the first game and. If it's not your thing, like you can go back and yeah. So he joined. He joined with me. Joined the team, and he went to the first game, and you know he had a good time. He met some of the other residents, and then we had a practice. So we did, we just did some hitting, and there he is. He's like showed up. He's like, hey, I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. And it's been started cool. smacking him out of the park. Uh, I mean, you know, pop out flies, but it's okay. Hey, but that's okay. He's yeah, hitting. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna he's never it. played baseball before either. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's yeah, it's softball, but. Baseball is, you know... You know, is yeah, very similar. Yeah. Sticking so, a bat and a ball. Yeah, exactly. And and plus it's easier because the ball's bigger. Mm-hmm. So, like, it makes... And it's neon, so it's like... Yeah. You can see it better than, like, a white streak. I'm still not going to hit it. Yeah. But... It's okay. Yeah. Um, Have you done a intramural volleyball at all? No. I've wanted to, though. I'm yeah. on I'm on a team with some of my residents. And uh, we had... We'd, we're one and out, but also we had to cancel a game once because we didn't have enough people. So yes, I don't know how yeah. that registers on the record. So I'm going to say we're one and out because we won the one game that we played <laughs> yeah. that we actually showed up for. Yeah. But it's cool to to see all of these. Like, you just work together in like these new ways yeah. in a in a sports environment. Of course, you've got different goals in mind, but it's not. You join one of these teams. It's not fierce competition you're, you're not, not you're not, expecting you're not to go to the staring world somebody down in between the net like i'm, yeah. I'm gonna get you yeah. no there's there's none of that it's like the right amount of competition mm-hmm. where yeah it's like the, and there's those levels yeah for intramural levels and yeah. stuff and that just that builds even more levels of community like and, you, and confidence too yeah totally like you can go out there and know that you're in this no pressure league where mm-hmm. it's you strike out or you miss the you know the volleyball hitting the back you're not going to be like shoot I just cost mm-hmm. my team the win or anything like yeah, yeah. maybe you do but who cares it exactly doesn't, doesn't we matter. move on everybody's exactly. still friends I don't even remember what happened in the last game and that was three days ago boom so. you know what be a goldfish exactly. there you go God, story of my life yeah I think uh, there's there's interesting aspects of those intramural teams and I just I think back to I mean you would know it all <laughs> is it called the field house. Is that what it's... Are you talking about, like, the basketball courts? Yeah, the courts. I would I just call them the courts. All right, the courts. Well, it was happening at the courts. I remember last uh, last spring, I was in a weight training class at 8 in the morning. It was a dumb choice because I was, like, I'm gonna, I was all about schedule regulation because I was, like, all right, I have an 8 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday class. I'm going to willingly... Yeah. I'm going to willingly sign up for this 8 a.m. class on Tuesday, Thursday to just regulate and be... Normal. Yeah, have a very sleeping schedule. Didn't work at all. It was yeah. terrible. I, I woke up to those weight training classes. Sometimes I do. I do like seventeen reps of uh, sit on the bench. Yeah. That'd be my. That'd be yeah. that'd be what I was doing. I just yeah. try not to fall asleep in the gym because I don't feel I don't I don't feel like anyone's done that yet. <laughs> but that would be me. I would, yeah. Didn't want to be the first. 
And that would be all over Yikyak and all that. Oh, other terrible. Things, yeah. But the reason I bring that up is because there was a, a guy in that class that I didn't know at the time and I didn't know for months. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until July where I actually I met his dad who works <laughs> here at the university and then we all went golfing together. And then I met him. I'm like, oh my gosh, we were in the same 8 a.m. weight training class. And it just adds a different level because automatically we were both like, all right, we both go to Gonzaga. We're both like, mm-hmm. we're both friends in this case. We're going to have a great time. But then added elements, oh my gosh, we've done this together. Yeah. And I think that people don't realize just how much intersection happens across campus where people are, you're just in the same space as people. And maybe you don't realize it yet, but you will. Yeah. And I think that that can be really impressive and surprising. It's funny because it's happened to me too, like, I've had a class with somebody and, you know, I didn't talk to them all the time. Maybe I should have, mm-hmm. but I didn't, they didn't talk to me. And it's just kind of like you see them the next semester or, you know, something like that. And they're not in your class anymore, but then you recognize them and you have this interaction with them. You're like, hey, like you were in like my history of Russia class. Yeah. You were like, semester. oh my gosh, you were in that English class. And, and then, you, then you talk about the professor, whether they were amazing or they talked too much, whatever. Yeah. It, and you know, like, whatever your opinion. Remember how hard that final exam was? And they're like, yeah. And the next thing you know, you guys are friends. And next thing you know, you're having lunch in the car. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. And it's just like, it's just weird how that just so naturally happens because, you know, it doesn't feel forced. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're not technically, but like you're forced to be in the classroom with these people that learn the yeah. material, take tests and everything. But like after that, it's up to you to like pursue the relationship with people. Yeah. Because you have the same, you know, trauma. Totally. The exam. There you go. Yeah. Or good, good times. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. I'm not going to say, yeah. I'm not going to say they had a terrible time in that biology exam, but. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. So, so maybe you do end up having lunch with that person in the cog and you're walking to the cog, you're walking to the Hemmingson and you get to, you get to that long line of door holding, you know, that always happens. Well, do you have a, just like the vibe on campus about holding doors. I don't think that's maybe unique to Gonzaga, but maybe the way that we do it is, is unique. Have you noticed that? I think for me, I don't get me wrong. I love holding the door, but I feel like I have the. The wonderful pleasure of getting stuck there for like a 30 to 45 Ooh. second interval. Mm-hmm. A 30 to 45 second or 30 to 45 people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And Depends then I feel, if it's lunch. I feel like my roles in RA is removed and I am now a doorman. Yeah. And I feel like I'm in New York City and these are my people and I'm just like, hey, welcome in. Welcome, welcome in. in. Nice welcome to, to Hemmingson. Welcome. And I'm like, you know, I expect a tip, but then I'm like, oh, I can't do that. No. They don't have any money. <laughs> No, we're 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 barely getting by. Yeah, exactly. But no, but on the real note, like I love I love holding the door. That's something that um, I definitely like. My dad, my dad's always been like that. He's like, you have to open the, open the door. If you're the first one to the door, you mm-hmm. hold it for everybody else. And that's something that I definitely have brought with me. And I think a lot of people too have brought oh, totally. a similar mentality. So yeah. And it's interesting because I've I've heard recently that maybe pre COVID there was a lot more, even more door holding, which I know might even be hard yeah. to yeah. kind of fathom. With how much it kind of happens automatically, yeah. but I, like I was the other day, I was I was jogging to mm. the door basically because of how far away I was, and this person felt so inclined and kind to hold the door for me, mm. and it was yeah. it was a beautiful beautiful moment. Don't yeah. get me wrong, yeah. but I was I was at least thirty yards away. Yeah. I was you could barely see me. Yeah. I was a speck in the distance, and this person was. I mean, it's very kind, yeah. but that yeah. just it goes to show how much people. They look out for each other, and they yeah. just those little tiny minuscule acts of kindness, and that they can go a long way. I've seen a few joggers in my door holding days. Yeah, uh-huh. and I'm, I actually speaking of, I did that today. I went to the, the RFC, the gym, and 
as I was leaving, the squirrel was probably a good 15 feet, 20 feet behind me. And I'm like, you know what? I got time. Yeah. There you go. I'm not in a rush. Exactly. I can do this. Exactly. You feel like a worse person when you don't hold the door. For me, yes. Like sometimes I feel in a yes. rush and I like, and at the last second, maybe I see him in the reflection of the door or maybe I just catch a glance behind me and I'm like, it oh. Feels like it feels like a mortal sin. It does. It a little just, bit. I just like, all my soul is stained. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Injustice. It hurts a little bit. For me, I think sometimes when someone, you know, may, might not see me, might not be like paying attention, they let the door close on you as you're approaching. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of just go, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be healthy. Exactly. Zags, zags are forgiving. Yes. We are. Zags forgive zags. Exactly. We help each other. That's a new saying we <laughs> coined by Justin. Yes. Zags, zags forgive zags. So obviously ten, tonight is the Bulldog Bowl. Of course, mm-hmm. this is probably going to come out a little bit after that. Yeah. Not to give away when we're recording this, but... Yeah. The uh, that's one of those big events where community kind of does come together. Mm-hmm. You've kind of got, I mean, last year when I went, I remember there was a bunch of people lining all of the lining Mulligan Field, and and there was cotton candy, there was popcorn. Yeah. It's just a fun kind of experience. It's all kind of festivaly. Yeah. yeah, and there's a whole bunch of those. I think yeah. Kennedy Night Market. They'll do some fun stuff. Those kind of signature events, even thrown on by kind of the the RHA blocks and. Mm-hmm. I forget if that's the exact terminology for it, yeah. but there's a whole bunch of those kind of fun events, and like I, re- I remember for me that was I'd just been hired with the bulletin, mm-hmm. and with the Gonzaga bulletin, I didn't totally know what my role kind of was as a reporter. Yeah. Like I didn't know how serious of a publication I was talking to, so I treated it like with the utmost seriousness. Yeah, like the New York Times. Yeah, I put on I I put on like. I put on all black because I didn't want to, you know, you didn't want to pick a side for the teams. Yeah. And at the time, it was style, yeah. yeah, no, I didn't want to. I didn't want to pretend like I was. I was. I was showing yeah. favoritism. <laughs> but I was. I was. I was out there, and I. But I was fumbling through it. I, I would. I started to interview people. I forgot to ask them their names, and so I'm writing down. I'm recording these things about them, and then I realized they're gone, and I can't source them because I don't know who said what. I lose track of the score halfway through the game. That was terrible. Yeah. I'm trying to recover. Uh, but I think it ended on like a last second touchdown or something. And it was just this big event. You saw everybody hanging out together. And because I was with the Bulletin, I got field access. And I got to run out onto the field with everybody that was celebrating that last second touchdown. Yeah. And you could sense what that meant to those guys that had just won the game. And that kind of element and that what brings them together. But then also in the stands with people that may have been in uh, one of those East Central dorms like DeSmet in the past. And see what that meant to them and... There's just this there. There's little tiny those those connections and stuff that boil up and and, and come yeah. together. I know that a few of my residents are actually on. I think one of the teams. They're on the ooh. yeah. So uh, it's gonna be nice to be able to like, because you know I'll be there tonight, of course, supporting mm-hmm. East Block because East Block, which is what I'm a part of. Yeah, um, I think we're both required to be there. Well, <laughs> but we're both gonna have a fun time. Yeah, I don't exactly. mean to say it like yeah. that. We're both. Yeah. Well, I totally would have gone. Yeah, me too. I oh, I, I totally would have gone too. Yeah, but anyway, um, so I have a few residents out there who I'm gonna, gonna be watching and supporting. I don't want to, you know, reveal their names because they're gonna show. They're gonna show who they are tonight. Oh, there you go. I, I can. Yeah. I can tell you that. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a good line. That's a hilarious line. It's fantastic. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I'll be on uh, crowd control duty. Which crowd control? Making sure it gets a little rowdy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'm not that scary. I'm. <laughs> not that tall. You got a flannel on. Yeah. You're looking chill. You're, yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. You're exactly. doing fine. But, I think uh, speaking of those those rowdy kind of lines and tickets and stuff like that. I mean, thinking about some of the sporting events 
and obviously the basketball games and but even stuff like the soccer games and even baseball or volleyball those kind of elements of you know hey let's just go to one of those Mm because one of them's happening like hey let's let's grab a a friend or two and let's go to the cog and then let's go watch some volleyball or go watch women's soccer who's ranked by the way they're doing fantastic right now absolutely let's go uh so just those little tiny elements that you kind of just decide, all right, I'm going to go do this. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is me now, and huzzah. Like, yeah. I'm going to make this happen. It feels, for me, it's kind of like what I wish my high school was like. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, obviously those events occurred, but I feel like the community in terms of um, sports was not really there unless football. Because, I mean, I think football yeah. is just such, like, a high school thing that, like... It kind well, it's of, iconic, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, exactly. And... It kind of brings everyone together, but... I think like the other sports kind of lack that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's cool that we have that too because you know I have I have a bunch of friends that go like you said like the like the women's soccer games mm-hmm. and <clears throat> the basketball. I mean obviously we don't have a football team. You know undefeated eighteen eighty seven. Eighteen eighty seven. No, I think we, I think it's nineteen forty two. No, it's eighteen eighty seven. Eighteen eighty seven. We had a football team for many years. I'm gonna really? look it up. Yeah, Gonzaga football. It might be nineteen forty one. Because I think I remember us being undefeated. Gonzaga since undefeated since nineteen forty one. Yeah, because we shut it down because of the, the war. Oh, really? Yeah, it shut down because of the war and it never came back. I mean, maybe that's for the best. Probably probably better. I think we probably got a better basketball program out of it. Yeah. Probably I, a little bit more fun. I'm more of a basketball guy. When it comes to watching, anyway, I'm more of a basketball guy. you a big sports guy? Yeah, absolutely. You are? Yes, sir. Where, 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 are, we, where are we talking? What kind of realm? Oh, well, I mean, I love football. I'm Football and basketball, I'm mm-hmm. a big nerd about uh, professionally um, I a think professional big nerd <laughs> well, professional football oh okay oh okay. yes I am a nerd I'm All a professional right. nerd well, I, you know just with the way you were phrasing that I didn't <laughs> yeah. know where you were going <laughs> it's true neither did I <laughs> um, but yes I'm a professional football nerd uh, both professional nerd and professional football there you go and same for basketball perfect um, I'm a big it's, it's gonna, we've had this conversation before but I'm a big Baltimore Ravens for football fan cool and a big Memphis Grizzlies fan. And a little backstory back then is when I was younger, my dad and I had like a little bit of a rivalry going. Cool. Um, so whenever, because, you know, being from Southern California, Lakers fans. You've got a lot fans. of teams to choose from exactly, in Southern yeah. California. Coming, coming from Portland, yeah. I didn't really get a choice. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, I'm a Blazers fan. And, and then you're, yeah, you're stuck with that. Regionally, I'm three hours away from like the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So you're, you, but you, that's nice though. You don't have to feel like you're picking and choosing. Yeah. But you know, P and W pride though. Exactly. You know, I'll, exactly. I'll root for the Kraken when they're in the playoffs. Yeah. That's kind of fun. It's but pretty, I don't yeah, know they've what been doing about. pretty good. Yeah. They've been doing pretty good. But anyway, so as when I was younger, I always had like a little rival with my dad, so I always wanted to pick the opposing team. And so I remember I was Devil's just, Advocate. Yeah, exactly. You gotta you gotta be that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pick a random team that he doesn't like, and that have, have to be my team. So <laughs> I went online. I was probably ten or eleven years old. I typed in. NFL logos, and I found the Baltimore Ravens, and I was like, "Damn, purple and black! It's a pretty cool there you go. color scheme." So like now I watch every game on Sunday, and I did the same thing for the Grizzlies. I just looked up and, and you just yeah. looked up team, and you yeah. you know I respect that because you picked yeah. a team and you just stayed with them. Yeah, so yeah. this is this is me now. So seven to eight years strong. I have a jersey for both teams. Nice job. I wear it when I watch the games. You know, a little, a little in the class. are you superstitious at all? Do you have any of those little? I would say are you moderately stitious. I kind of follow like the hockey thing where, you know. A lot of hockey players don't shave during the playoffs for whatever reason. Players or like fans do this I think, too. I think players started. I'm not entirely sure. Hockey isn't really my biggest. You know, I, I understand why hockey is so interesting. I mean, you get to basically watch people fight. 
yeah. On it, skates. Yeah, exactly. On skates, yeah. yes. And I went to a Chiefs game for the first time yeah. the other day. That was pretty cool. Yeah. That's that was the Spokane Chiefs, right? Spokane yeah. Chiefs, yeah, we went it's preseason. It was a, another instance of that kind of community. We took yeah. our club, our, our PR club, uh, pub, our, we just changed the name, so i got to remember. Yeah. It was Public Relations Society, Student Society of America. Now it's Professional Relations Student mm-hmm. Society of America. But we all, we took a bunch of group, I, I think we got 30 or 40 people to come out, and we all lined, it was a preseason game, so nobody was there, but we all yeah. lined like the... Uh, the rink and got to bang on the walls and everything yeah. and so it's just a, it's more fun than I thought it was that was my yeah. first hockey game plus it's, it's back to the intramural conversation that's like a low stakes thing yeah totally like we lost but yeah. it was high scoring it went into overtime yeah and it's like yeah, I left like, feeling game, great like in the moment the game matters but afterwards it's hey it's a preseason game exactly but yeah anyway so I, I follow that uh, superstition where I you know I don't really shake like my mustache or anything and nice I, I pray like it's you, like a it's a fifty fifty thing where I'd want them to go to the Super Bowl or the championship, but when they lose in the playoffs, I'm like, oh, thank God, I can go back to looking normal. Yeah, you can you can check. Yeah. Do we? Obviously, it sounds like you don't get a very nice, a nice. It's pretty uneven. I I feel very scraggly. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's when I kind of. I've never seen you with. That. I want to see this now. I feel like well, wait till uh, February, I guess, for play or no, like January ish, February ish. All right, all right. NFL. Um, if the Ravens make it, I think we will. There's some injuries and stuff. Conversation another time. All right, all right. But I, I've been I've been called Shaggy like from Scooby Doo. Nice. Thinking about doing that for Halloween this year. Ooh. But uh, yeah. Any, any big Halloween plans? I think I'm on duty, which means. Me those, too. Yeah, oh my those, gosh. For those who don't know, we will be on call. So if any residents get locked out, have any problems on Halloween, yeah. we'll be helping them out. Call your residents. Don't yes. call me because I will be asleep, yes. or at least trying to be. <laughs> Probably not. I have one a.m. rounds. So. On Halloween. Yeah. And like on the day, not the weekend. Yeah, but on the, the day. day. That's crazy. It's on a Tuesday this uh, this year. And then next year's leap year's a Thursday. Ooh, you just had that off the off yeah. the dome. That was fantastic. Well, because my birthday got moved from a Saturday to a Monday. Ooh, because of leap year. Yeah, it's supposed to be. So I'm just kind of like, oh. like the best uh, Saturday is the best week. Sorry, best day of the week. Mm-hmm. That's where like um, I feel like you can just kind of. Decompress. See, that, that makes sense to me hearing that from you because as a Southern California kind of person, yeah. you know, Lakers, like, the best team. Yeah. Saturday's the best day of the week. Like, you're not making any, like, kind of wild predictions here. You're not playing playing devil's advocate. Because I think, yeah. you know, some people could be like, all right, yeah, Thursday, best day of the week. I think those people need to get there. You think? <laughs> you're just, yeah. you're consistently, you're Saturday, you're go I with think, the flow, think, most popular answer. That's okay. Because here's okay. the thing, you can, That's okay. if, you're, if you're a student, you can sleep in, mm-hmm. you can... No, you're right. Saturday is yeah. fantastic. I'm, then, not, I'm not trying to <laughs> yeah. downplay yeah. the art of Saturday. I, but I think, I think Friday night for me, I think Friday night, unless I'm working, kind of blends with that Saturday. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like you can stay up late, so watch a movie. You are not sleeping on Friday night. You're saying yeah. Friday night turns into Saturday, and then yes. Saturday comes, exactly. and it goes. Exactly. I fall asleep one, two, three in the morning. Watching. I'm a big. I've been really getting into Seinfeld recently. Oh, cool. I'm a big like older TV show kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, just something. That I just you know, a lot of people don't like the laugh track, but I think the laugh track is just it's it adds to the. It has a place in yes, certain things. Exactly. Like, if they don't, you know, it's not overdone, it's, but it's like, then you remove it, because you, on YouTube they have, like, clips of shows without it, and mm-hmm. it just feels so weird. Yeah? It's like, there's that, like, awkward pause, you know, like, the, the, the sitcom actors make, where it's like, they're like, they say the joke, and they're like, like, waiting for the laugh track, and yeah. then they continue the, the scene, so it's like, like you said, it has a place, but, um, but yeah, I think, and I think Saturdays is a great way back to, you know, 
the communities, I feel like that's the day where everyone's like, you know what, homeworks are Sunday. Yeah, unless, push it unless, to Sunday. Unless those poor, those poor students who have an OCHEM exam on Monday or something hard like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Everyone's, you know, you know. All hands on deck for the whole weekend. Exactly. But if, like, you know, if you don't really have much going on Saturday, we're hanging out at the COG, you know, getting breakfast or, you know, going for a walk or whatever, going downtown, just kind of, that's kind of where I feel like the community is the most mm-hmm. out there. We've mentioned the COG, like, four or five times now. What's interesting is that they, I think ever since COVID, I don't think we've had a late night COG since. I think they removed it, what would have been your sophomore year. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I transferred here. Yeah. So, but it, it's interesting that those kind of elements of community have changed, or at least that, that disappeared, but, and a lot of other community aspects have kind of changed. We, there are things like. I think there was there was like a cookie night in Welch. People would all go down to the basement and there'd be cookies and homemade cookies. And and we talked about kind of the holding the doors, how that's kind of even been different. And so it's interesting to see how maybe people, maybe graduates, maybe alumni can see community on campus now. And they might think it looks a lot different mm-hmm. than, I, than they, they remember it. And some might argue that it's, it's worse. Uh, but I also think other people don't realize how it's changed and I think there are those differences do you want to speak a little bit about kind of what yeah. what what's changed a little bit on campus how so are the newish I, newish community I, elements since I am a sophomore obviously you know COVID happened in my sophomore year of high school mm-hmm. 2020 um, <clears throat> but it's funny because I have a, a friend he's actually an ARD his name's Cole shout out Cole he was my uh, RA last year and he's a graduate student I believe he's like 22 23 so he's and he's been at Gonzaga his whole a collegiate career whole collegiate career cool yeah so he and it was funny because i I grabbed dinner with him at the cog of all places the cog last weekend and we Mm -hmm. were just catching up and it's and that's also something that's really cool is i feel like if you can get if you can establish a relationship with the ra the year afterwards years even it's like a friend yeah because you you totally like totally it's just that person that you know you see all the time it just they just kind of step forward and that's what i'm looking forward to next year is seeing my current residents you know, sitting around like, hey man, like remember when, you know, I had to like yell at you because not really, but yell at you because you were playing pool at two in the morning, and then yeah, and then, you know, mm-hmm. they love the pool in my residence. They play pool, nice, uh, which is awesome. But anyway, back to Cole. Shout out Cole again. Um, he's one of the nicest guys I've met here, which is awesome because there's a lot of nice people here. But anyway, so he was just telling me how he misses late night, like late night college. Yeah, you know, he's he was here his sophomore year of um, college was when COVID happened. Yeah. Um, so he was used to pre, you know, pre, um, pre, like we were mentioning, pre-COVID Gonzaga, and he was just telling me like, yeah, there's the similarities are there, but he's like, you know, it's. He didn't say that it's it's worse now. He just said something along that's just different. It yeah. just feels different, and once you're used to one thing, and then you shift to another, it's just odd. Yeah. But he was saying that Definitely. like he said like it's very it's very different, but it has its you know it has its positives for sure, and it has, you know, every, I mean everything has its you know its cons, but yeah. There's a balance. There's yeah. always a balance. But anyway, he was just, he was just really, it was really interesting to hear like what this place was like before I was here, before COVID happened because, you know, COVID changed everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's a big, pretty much a lot of people talk about that. And, but I think the biggest point that he, that he made that I remember is, you know, it's, we got to adapt, you know, we've had to change and, and um, kind of shave off the things that weren't working and try to, you know, build up the things that were. And... Yeah, because there's a whole bunch of new stuff. Yeah. I, 
I know that, and I'm not sure how long these things have been going on for, but I know that they're they're starting to kind of gain even more popularity. Things like Den After Dark on those Wednesdays. Have you heard of those? Where in the Hemden there's live music or live, I think they sometimes even do like comedy or poetry. And oh yeah, I think I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. they're like that. That's new, or not new, but I, I I think that they've rebranded it or done newish things. Do you know about the the story circle or? Yeah, I've heard about that. Where you can I, just I, I, go in there and just t- tell a story. Yeah, I forget the name of it, but it's it's in Jepson. I went last year and it was phenomenal. Like you got to listen to these people who had crafted and really worked hard on these stories, and you sat down. It was almost like this campfire environment. Were the stories fictional? No, fully oh, okay. tr- like true stories about their past. Some had some were very deeply personal. Some were fun, but also balanced. They all had uh, a lesson. I think there was maybe an underlying theme for all of them. But one of the things that was one of the things that was really cool about it was it it, it felt very intimate and very that like campfire environment. But it was in that like Wolf Auditorium, so you're talking there's like 150 people there. Yeah, that's that's scary. But at the same time, like, people got to sit down and tell these stories, and I think that's a big thing. And people people get a lot of nerves when they they stand up in front of a lot of people. Somehow when you're standing sitting down. It, it kind of calms calms people yeah. a little bit, uh, but there there was still a lot of that. You could some people were a little bit nervous, but you could hardly tell, and people were so vulnerable. And the fact that they were willing to share that with the community and that that trust that's there, and I can't remember if there was a rule about you know what stays at there stays there. And so of course I won't tell examples mm-hmm. of stories like that, but those instances like th- those things are are gaining more popularity and. Like I remember, you know, don't don't tell the fire marshal or anything, but people would start to like line the back of the uh, the the Wolf Auditorium. Like that's the, how many people are showing up. Like they may have to expand to, I don't even know what, what what's a bigger what's bigger than the Wolf. I would say probably Hemmingson Ballroom. Hemmingson Ball, yeah, yeah, definitely. Or the auditorium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tough though because it's not it's not the same kind of campfire. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's very like semicircular. Yeah. Wolf's steep. Yeah. Really steep. Yeah, I've fallen down the stairs a little bit a few times <laughs> myself, so nice. it's very steep. You need, a, need some proficiency in, in climbing, for sure. There you go. But, I mean, even that is one of the biggest rooms on campus. Like, yeah. we can, of course, Gonzaga can can flex that faculty-to-student ratio. I, yeah. think it's, I think it's 12 to 1, yeah. I think. I think it was it was 11, 11 to one recently. I think recently, and then also it's probably like eleven and a half. Yeah, right? half, a, the, half a student. Yeah, yeah, half a student, probably rounding up. Yeah, but but one of those cool things is that you've got those small classes where you do meet a lot of other people, and there are people that I don't think I would have ever met. Yeah, had I not had a small class like that, and and talking about kind of where I came from uh, before I transferred, we're talking, you know, three hundred. We're talking three hundred person rooms here or big lecture halls and not even the biggest on campus like the building I would walk to which is like a 20 minute walk I'd get there and all of a sudden I would be you know in the fourth row and I'd look behind me and there are 15 20 more rows behind me and big wide classrooms and the professor couldn't really engage the same way Mm -hmm. and so you've got the professor working at Gonzaga who's who's and, you know, every, every class is taught by a professor here at Gonzaga. So you've got every, every, every professor is really engaging with those, with those students. And then students are engaging with students because you can't kind of sit back and do nothing. You can't, at, at, 
my last school, I could kind of be a nobody. I could get to school. I could I could walk basically in my pajamas. I could walk, sit in class, and no one would know that I was there or why I wasn't there at all. No class took attendance. It was kind of post-COVID, so some stuff was online as well, but just interesting in the way that that works. And stuff like the core here at Gonzaga and the fact that you kind of, while they may not be fun or interesting all the time, you do get to take a lot of these other classes and meet other majors. And we're in a bio class together right now yeah. with a bunch of other students that aren't STEM majors yeah. or other bio majors or other at least science majors. And you've, just, you've kind of got this little eclectic group yeah. of some English majors. You've got maybe probably some psychology, philosophy. History, yeah. Yeah. And I remember last year I met, I was in a first-year seminar class because I obviously transferring. It was my first year at Gonzaga, so they threw me into a, uh, an FYS course. And I ended up making really good friends with uh, a philosophy major who then I would I learned was uh, actually a seminarian. Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually really good friends with this guy who who's in the seminary and never would have met him. Yeah. And, but it's like, how cool is that that all of a sudden now I get to meet this guy and he's one of the kindest, of course, people I've ever met and he's fantastic. Shout out Nicholas. Yeah. But have you, what's one of the maybe more random connections you've ever met at mm-hmm. Gonzaga? I think it's funny because although like I have a friend who was in one of his, my history class uh, freshman year, first semester. Um, and so she turned out to be a psychology major, as like myself. Mm-hmm. But like... You're criminal, criminology and psychology? Yeah, double major. All right, cool. Major. Um, but, you know, we sat. We actually had two of the same psychology classes, but we didn't sit near each other. Mm-hmm. But we had this history class together. So we basically... We had half, half of my class schedule was with her. I had no idea. Yeah. So she, And she sat next to me in history, and I turned to her one day, and um, I asked her, I was like, hey, like, you know... I know this is a little awkward, but, you know, I'm going to study for this first exam. Would you like to join me? Like, my name's Justin. She gave her, like, a little bit of, like, a, who am, who am, who am I not to, like, Who am I? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And she goes, like, yeah, absolutely. So then we're, you know, fast forward a, a couple days, and it's the weekend, and we're studying on Saturday, the best day of the week. There you go. It comes back. Full yeah, circle. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and she, she goes, ah, and I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, she's like, I didn't do so well hot on the psychology exam. And I said, oh, uh, is it Psych 101? And she's like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, who's your professor? And she goes, uh, Professor Medina, shout out to her. I don't know if she would remember me, but hands Maybe down. she's not listening either. We yeah, don't really yeah, know. Exactly. I'll, I'll send it to her. Exactly. I'll send it to her. One of, the nicest, one of the nicest people on campus. I, every time, she's just in a great mood and was really engaging and really understanding. And I, I think that's something else about going back to professors is a lot of them are very, if not all of them, are very understanding. Mm-hmm. They say, hey, I'm having a tough week. You know, this happened, that, whatever. They're like, okay. And they're more, they're more, they're more than likely to be okay with taking maybe giving you a little extra time with an essay. A little extra homework. time, yeah. Exactly, and I think that's something that, like you were saying with like the big lecture hall, you can't do that. No. You can't go up to the professor and being one of three hundred and be like, "Hey, can you give me an extension?" Because they're gonna be like, "Who are you?" <laughs> I didn't even know you were in this class. Exactly. I was always tempted to walk into a class that I'd never taken before. Yeah. And just to see what it's exactly. like. Like, I'm not a business major. Let me go yeah. walk into the business yeah, school exactly. and let me sit in on the class because exactly. no, no one would know. Exactly. But anyway, so, and I'm like, back to her, she's struggling with this psych thing, and I'm like, oh, who's your professor? And she says, Professor Medina. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, me too. Like, what time is it? And she's like, 10 a.m. on like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm like, oh my gosh, me too. We are in the same class. And next thing you know, we're studying for three different exams together, and we're good friends. And whenever I see her around, I'm like, hey, study buddy, how's it going? Fantastic. Um, and then coincidentally, she's in my crim class this semester. Oh my gosh. And so it's just kind of like... It feels, it's just really nice because you, you have these like repeat interactions with people mm-hmm. that you 
I feel like, like you said, you would not have an election. Yeah. And I think that's that's something that and it builds. It builds. And it's kind of like, it's like it brings the good parts of high school to college, mm-hmm. right? It brings the interaction with the the professor. They know your name. I think that's really important. That is. Because I just think it makes you feel like. Obviously, of course, everyone matters, but it makes you feel like you matter. Yeah, it makes you feel like they know who you are and they care and they know what, know what's going on with you and they know a little bit more about you than, like you said, a lecture hall professor would. But um, I just think like that small class size is really nice because I, I feel like not only do you get to have more interaction, but I feel like you know that's overwhelmed. Yeah, totally. You know, there's not a guy to your left, a girl to your right, or opposite, but <laughs> behind you, people in front of you. Like it's not like claustrophobic yeah like it's t- it sounds like it would be because it's a smaller class size but it's not because you're not you don't feel like you're in a sea of humanity mm-hmm. yeah you feel like you're just in this one wave that's just going together figuring it out going with the flow totally and it's just i feel like that's something that and that's kind of why i picked gonzaga for my to be to be the college that I, my undergrad at least to be the college i attended because i i wanted to move to a more colder climate and i was looking at washington schools and i was looking at you know university of washington and like um Washington State University, for example, and I saw the class, like the class size. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like, it's just too much for me. And then I saw like Gonzaga had, like you said, like a, a 12 to 1 teacher student or student teacher ratio. And I'm like, that sounds like high school ish. So I'm going to try that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like, I. Seems like it's worked exactly. out. I think coming up here is the best decision I ever made. Really? Like, I love the weather. I love the people. I love the school. Like, I, you know, high school was, had a, a lot of downs for me. And, the, mm-hmm. you know, I. By no means was it a terrible experience. Like I feel blessed to go to the high school I went to and have the experiences I went to, but or I went through. But I feel like I made the best decision I could have made because everyone here, like everyone I'm friends with, is awesome. Yeah. And I find myself like in a much better place when it comes to like mentally and just physically. Like I just have a really good spot, and I feel like I owe it all to Gonzaga and my decision to go here. Oh my gosh. So. That's that's beautiful. Thank you. I I've got to sit in the mirror on the way here. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a probably the worst possible follow up question, yeah, but it's okay. Do uh, obviously being from Southern California, was in Spokane? Was that the first time you've seen, you've seen snow? Yes, it was. Yes. So how was that? Coming from where I lived, the coldest it gets, which is ironic. Is what it is right now, which is like mid fifties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go outside and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have hypothermia. Yeah. When obviously you're not, like you're fine. But that's the Cal- that's the Southern California mindset. And I thought, you know, I want to change that. So coming up here, I was like not prepared at all. I yeah. had, to be honest with you, I had two hoodies, um, one jacket, and like one pair of jeans and two pairs of pants. I was not prepared. Oh boy. So my wardrobe <laughs> expanded. After my Just a little bit, you went to REI. Yeah. You went to yeah, REI. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You REI. did go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's right out. Uh, yeah, oh, it's yeah. on like Monroe, I think. I have no idea where that is. <laughs> Monroe Street. All right. <laughs> no, where REI is. I remember oh. going. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway, so I was not prepared. Um, but I think that's part of coming here is like, you are gonna f- be confronted with things you've never experienced before. Mm-hmm. And going back to taking that leap, it's like once you take that leap, once you get over that hump, everything's easier. Totally. And it's just something that, like, um, like I said, it's just because I got, it has all these, you know, these locks you can put your key in and figure it out. But uh, back to your question, I had never seen snow. I had never driven in snow. Oh, no. I had never done anything. So, I thankfully, one of my good buddies, his name's Andre, a solid gentleman, he uh, he took me in his, his car and he was like, hey, we're going to teach you how to drive in snow today. 
So they took me to this parking lot of a of a school on a Saturday, best day of the week. Nice. Uh, back to that. Yeah. And we spent two hours there and used all of his gas, which I happily hope. I think I I, I know that in my heart. I, I for the good of the story, yes. you did. Yes. You paid for all of his <laughs> gas. You pulled, they paid for the fill up. But yeah, it was it was a blast, and mm-hmm. like I we drifted a little bit, you know. Nice. Getting used to it, and now like I feel comfortable. And that going you hear back, that Gonzaga. Exactly. The Gonzaga community will teach you how to drive in snow. <laughs> That's, uh, fanta- that's fantastic. Yes. Don't don't bet on it. <laughs> but attempt to teach yeah. you how to drive it's in like snow. He, you know, he's like I said, he's a very nice guy, and he, you know, he helped me mm-hmm. with that. And now I feel very confident. And no I, way. Speaking of, I drove for winter break. I drove my car to um, Tacoma over break to keep my car somewhere safe when I went to Florida to visit my family. Yeah, lives there now, and I was fine. I felt confident. I felt comfortable, and Look I got that. through it. So I think, and that's just, you know, to tie it all in, like, A yeah. trans-Washington yeah. route. Exactly. In wintertime. That would not have been work. done had a zag not helped me. Look so. at that. Zags help zags. Exactly. Zags help zags. That. Zags forgive zags and zags <laughs> help zags. The zags, two, the two yeah, zags yeah, we're zags. coining today. Yes. No, not coining. Zags help zags. has been around yeah. forever. Zags support zags. Zags support zags. Zags help zags. Zags hold doors for zags. Zags hold doors for zags. Zags do a lot of things for other zags. Yeah. I think that's that's probably the most important thing. And I think Zags are saying Zags too much right now. Probably a little bit too much. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Say Zag to Zag yeah, right zag now. Zag to Zag. This, this feels like this feels like we're a perfect time to wrap up. It feels like we're kind of naturally, we, you know, we're mentioning the name of the podcast. <laughs> we're. I think I think we can wind it down. Yeah. I think you've been fantastic, and thank you so much, thank you so much for coming. Thank yes. you so much for taking some time out of your out, out of your Friday. It's okay. I know. I still have Friday night, which is basically Saturday. So basically, okay. yeah. And we've we've got the bulldog bowl. Yes. We're gonna go hang out at crowd control. Yeah, control that rowdy crowd. Yeah, yeah. The the kennel on Mulligan Field. Yeah. The kennel we'll be crazy, as they say. Gosh. <laughs> well, thank you again for coming. Thank you so much. It's been again. a pleasure. Yes. Until next time. Until next time. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Zag to Zag. This episode was edited, hosted, and produced by Jack Talbot. To find more Zag to Zag and other podcasts on the Gonzaga University Podcast Network, remember to check out gonzaga.edu slash podcasts. Thanks again. Thanks again.